Shalom, Mishpocha. This is Sid Roth. Mishpocha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpocha, the family with the Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with a very supernatural guest. And now, here's your host for this program. It's supernatural television producer, Jackie Duval. Thank you, Sid. Today on Messianic Vision, our guest is Mike Thompson. Mike is a noted prophet and Bible teacher at Word of Life and Mike Thompson Ministries in Las Vegas. With a degree in Bible theology from International Seminary, Mike did graduate work in Christian counseling and also has a certificate from Rama Bible Training Center. With over 40 years of full-time ministry experience, Mike and his wife, C.K., are both accurate prophets anointed for healing of hearts as well as hosting the glory of God. Welcome, Mike. Hello, Jackie. It is such a pleasure to be on the podcast with you. Well, it's great to have you with us, and I just want to take you back to when you were 19. Um, you grew up in a Christian household, but at age 19, you got filled with a spirit at a prayer meeting in your parents' living room, but that night the enemy came against you. Tell us what happened. Oh, you know, I was uh, saved in the Southern Baptist Church as a child. Uh, so I knew Jesus, but it was when I was 19 years of age that my parents, who had previous to that received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, they were having weekly prayer meetings in their living room, a lot of good people. And, and so they invited at that point my newlywed wife and I to come and uh, have dinner with them. Well, they, they ambushed us, and uh, they didn't tell us they were going to have a prayer meeting and all their prayer people would be there. You know, it was a little nervous at first, but we loved the people. There was uh, such a joy in their lives that we ended up receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And it was a glorious time. It just felt so good. It was, it was almost like being born again again. I know you can't do that, but man, the Spirit come into our life and we were so happy and, and Spirit-filled. We went home that evening and we went to bed. I was awakened in the middle of the night with this ominous presence. It came into the room and I sat up in bed and I was kind of making a cross in the air with my fingers because I didn't know what else to do, you know, my hand. And I was saying, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. And there was this figure that was at the foot of my bed, and it felt like he was reaching up under the covers and grabbing my feet and trying to pull me out of bed. And I just knew that if he was able to do that, that it was going to be terrible for me. Uh, but as soon as I was saying, in the name of Jesus, he responded, he was rebuked, he was cast out, he had to leave. And I knew at that particular moment that what the Lord was telling me is that if I had given in to that spirit of fear, that he would have scared me off of this great, wonderful journey that I've had in the Holy Spirit in Jesus Christ since then. I'm talking about signs and wonders, and dreams and visions, and being taken to heaven and miracles, all of the great things of spirit-filled living. And I think that probably a lot of people have experienced that in one way or another. It might be a sense of pride or uh, 
uh, just concern in some way that the enemy tries to trick them out of spirit-filled living. But that's what happened to me. I overcame it. And so, boom, first night, supernatural, two supernatural experiences. Number one, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Number two, a demonic manifestation attempting to scare me out. of. Wow. So um, what are some experiences that you had with the Lord after that, since you resisted the enemy? What are what are some um, encounters you've had after that? Oh, immediately they started to be manifestations of the spirit of God happening. Uh, our faith and our boldness increased tremendously. All of a sudden, we just had this overwhelming love for Jesus Christ, and we wanted to share with everyone what was going on. So that was kind of the first thing is that love and that motivating passion to share Jesus with others. And then those who had uh, received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, then we were able to just kind of lead them along to the point to where they could receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Then, at the same time, there were other manifestations, such as we started realizing that there were feelings that we would have. We would walk in a room, and you either get this smooth, velvety feeling about the people that are there or something else. There's like there's a presence here. Uh, and, you know, we weren't accustomed to those things, so we were just learning step by step. We would realize, you know, there's there's a demonic spirit in this room. There's something going on. And so under our breath, we would begin to pray and to take authority over it, such as, you know, Matthew 16 that talks about binding and loosing. Uh, and then we started seeing things. My wife was a little quicker in, in it than me. I had to learn a, a lot more and get over a lot of my intellectualism. But these were happening on a daily basis. We had dreams. My wife began dreaming. Uh, I began seeing things in the spirit. Uh, I remember there was a prayer group, Bible study, home group, that invited me to come and just teach. And so I went, and these were spirit-filled people. And I was praying before the meeting. And suddenly my right elbow just had this weird feeling. And I didn't know what it was, but because I had exposure to some people who had been talking about these kind of the gifts of the Holy Spirit manifesting, I just took a leap. I said, Lord, okay, I'm going to go teach this uh, meeting tonight. But if this is something, if my right elbow has this weird, funny, tingly feeling, if you're trying to tell me something, then bring it back. So I went and I taught. And as soon as I was finished with my message, then the feeling came back. And I just took the bold step. It was hard. These kind of things, when you're learning, are hard. I would really encourage people who are going through that learning process to just take the step of faith like I did. So I just kind of bucked up and I just said, okay, is, uh, I've got this weird feeling in my right elbow. Is there anyone in here that is experiencing some kind of condition in your elbow? And a gentleman raised his hand immediately. 
And he said, yeah, I'm a piano tuner and I've been cranking those keys all day long and my right elbow has been just excruciatingly, whoa, 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 it's gone, it's gone. And so those are the kind of things that we just stepped into. Wow, that's awesome. And you um, you teach on this topic called Third Heaven Authority, and we're about to get to that in a moment. But briefly explain what First, Second, and Third Heaven are. Well, my understanding basically is that, uh, you know, and because in, in 2 Corinthians 12, Paul talks about Third Heaven. So he referenced that there were at least three heavens. First Heaven would be the stellar heavens. It's the physical universe. Second heaven would be the spiritual atmosphere around the first heaven, around the physical universe. It's that spiritual place where spiritual beings have their activity. And so spiritual beings would be, of course, demonic entities, demons, Satan, but it would also be angels, the Holy Spirit, God, it would be that place that human spirits can come in contact with. So those are the first two heavens. And of course, third heaven then is the dwelling place of God. It's the highest of the heavens. Now, uh, 2010 was your third heaven encounter. So tell us about uh, all the different details, what happened in that, that encounter you had in a prayer meeting. And that's one that changed my life. They all do. And I've had so many. But that particular one changed the trajectory, the course that my ministry was taking at the time. I was in a prayer meeting. And I was praying. In fact, this prayer meeting was held at the top of a high-rise hotel. It was a penthouse suite. The penthouse had been comped because there was going to be a large evangelistic meeting in one of its big meeting rooms the next day. And so they gave the people that are holding the meeting uh, the availability of the penthouse. And so they had gathered together those that wanted to pray. And so I was there. We traveled from our city to another one. And there were probably about 30, 40 people praying, doing well, man. They were praying in the spirit and they were prophesying scriptures and and it was just great, wonderful time. And I was walking around looking out the windows and I could see the lights of the city all around. I went into the living room and I just sat down on the carpet, leaned against the wall. And as soon as I did, I felt this lifting feeling. That's the way that uh, a lot of times it comes to me when I have visions. And this lifting feeling, I just felt myself rising up. Now, it's interesting. It was a spiritual thing. It actually went. It wasn't just a vision of it in this particular instance. It was an occurrence. I happened to go. But it's like the Apostle Paul in that same scripture, 2 Corinthians 12, where he said that when this happened to him, that he didn't know whether it was in the body or out of the body. But at any rate, I went right up through the ceiling. And then I went through the roof of that hotel. And there I was in the air, the atmosphere over the city. And I could look down and I could see all the lights they had seen when I was viewing through the windows earlier. But I looked up and there were a whole bunch of dull reddish amber colored lights 
that were up above the city. Instinctively, I knew that they were demonic presence. Those were the demons that the people in this prayer group, as well as others around the city, obviously, were dealing with and were praying. You know, they were binding those things, praying against them and decreeing evangelism and saving of souls. But I went right up through those demons. They were dull. I wanted to give the importance of this. They were very dull because they didn't have a glow. In visions and experiences I've had with the Lord, I learned along the way that that represents the lack of glory. The glory of God was not there in them. They were demonic presences. So I went through them and I found myself standing in the throne room before the throne of Jesus. It was only one throne there. And at first it kind of bothered me, but then I remembered that that was also John's experience in the Revelation, where he said that he saw a throne and Jesus was on the throne. Because, uh, you know, in, in my thinking, it's kind of like there's going to be two of them. There's going to be the Father, and then there's going to be the Son on the right hand. Uh, and as I was standing there, this awareness hit me. The awareness was there's a complete lack of any kind of feelings that we have on earth, you know, about fear. There was no fear, no intimidation, condemnation, shame, guilt, disapproval, failure, self-doubt, any of those things that hinder us here on the earth, a complete lack. I just stood there and I could feel the love of Jesus, acceptance, value. And on the inside of me, I didn't say it out loud, it just, this thing that just came up, it's like, Jesus, is this what it feels like to be a new creation in Christ Jesus? Is this who you created us to be? Is this what we're supposed to feel like? Complete acceptance, peace. And then the Holy Spirit grabbed me. And by the way, I shouldn't mention I know we don't have hours uh, because this testimony, I could talk about it forever, it seems like. But the sights and the sounds of heaven were so beautiful. The colors, there was a swirling mass of rainbow colors that kind of were like an umbrella or the roof that just kind of came over the throne room. It reminded me there of Ezekiel 1, uh, where Ezekiel uh, said that he saw over the throne the rainbow, and it was the glory of God. And I could hear sounds. They were all more brilliant than I'd ever heard and seen on the earth. But the Holy Spirit turned me, and, and I should also mention there were a lot of angels that were standing around the throne on one side and the other. So as the Holy Spirit turned me, there was a portal, like about a 10-foot diameter hole in the floor right in front of me. I had my back to the throne at that point. And I was looking down, and I heard the words come from the Lord into my back, and it said, launch your warfare from here. So that kind of, you know, surprised me. And I wondered why 
do I need to launch it from here? Those kind of questions. One of the questions I had was, uh, well, you know, do I need my spiritual armor to fight enemies of God? I got to put them on like the apostle Paul said, but why do I need them in heaven? And then the Lord just spoke to me, answered every question. And that specific one, he said, well, you know, the apostle Paul talked about spiritual armor, that it really was revelation, revelation, the understanding of who you are created to be in him. And he said, because that's a part of you, why wouldn't you have it in heaven? And as I looked down, I saw all of those reddish, dull demons above the city, and I could see down to the city that we were in where the prayer group was going. I could see them praying, and they were doing a good job praying from their vantage point from the earth up. They were doing the job the best that they knew how, the way that I had always done. But here I am now looking from heaven down. And I see above them this larger light, and it's greenish in color, but it's dull, absence of the glory of God. So it's demonic. And then I hear the voice of the Lord come into my back again and say that it's a general. He's the one giving orders to the lower level demons. So when he says, launch your warfare from here, the second feeling that I had, the first one was complete love, no fear. This one was boldness, man. It was authority. If you want me to launch my warfare from here, I will. I'll kick that demon's butt, man. It's hard to describe because there wasn't even a second thought about it. It was just, that's natural. Just do it. And so then other words came into my back from the throne. But this time, instead of resonating on the inside of me, they rose up and they came out of my mouth. So I was looking down at that demon. And I heard myself say, with authority, in the name of Jesus, I dislodge your assignment against this city and these people that are here. And I break the communication structure that you've developed with those lower line demons. And I sow confusion into your ranks now in Jesus' name. And I prayed a few other things. And as these words were coming out of my mouth, and they, they weren't me, it wasn't my intellect. It were the words of the spirit that was coming from the throne into my back, out of my mouth against them. But he had to use my authority my words, my mouth to release it. So as I was praying, there would be a word, scripture, a command. And then from the right side, there would be an angel that would shoot down like lightning. Then from the left side, another angel that would shoot down like lightning. And they would hearken unto the word of God, word of God that not only comes out of his mouth, but the word of God that comes out of our mouths. They were hearkening. And they would go down to accomplish whatever needed to be done in the spiritual warfare. When that was all over with, I stood back up or, you know, raised my gaze up and I was looking around the throne, the throne room. And Jesus walked over to me. And I know a lot of people 
say, wow, are these kind of experiences real? Man, they are absolute. It changed my life. It brought me into a greater respect for Jesus and a more authoritative place in him that I ever had in all the years preceding. But Jesus then said, I want you to teach my people third heaven authority. Third heaven authority. That's the first time in my entire life I'd ever heard that phrase. And it came from the lips of Jesus. Teach my people third heaven authority. He went on and he said, we are now entering a new place, a new season, if you where supernatural experiences are going to drastically increase. The veil between the spiritual realm and the natural realm will seemingly get thinner and thinner as we go into this season. Christians will be having all kinds of spiritual experiences. We're talking about those things that would be in, in some sense, Jackie, uh, what we would call norm of real spirit-filled life. Uh, when you're talking about dreams and visions and gifts of the Holy Spirit and miracles, but he said it's going to ramp up and people are going to be having heavenly experiences and going to heaven, angelic encounters. They were just going to increase. And then I became acutely aware right at that point, even though he didn't verbalize it so much, but he did say a couple of things about how that it's also going to happen on the negative side, that those that are in the occult and spirit mysticism and new ageism and witchcraft and sorcery and you know all of these kinds of things, even when it gets to you know atheism, agnosticism that did, they're going to be having experiences that are increasing too, but on the negative side. And he said, so I have directed you to teach people third heaven authority. And he said, I have others out there that will be doing the same, but your job is to teach them how to navigate the spiritual realm, teach them how to stand in authority, teach them the true faith in the word of God and that they can depend upon it bring accountability to the prophetic realm on the earth right now that is maturing and growing. And so that was my assignment. So in a nutshell, that's a big nutshell. That was my experience, Jackie. Wow, that's amazing. And the Lord even told you that not one has to have this encounter in order to walk in that third heaven authority. And you've, ever since 2010, you've been teaching on this and you've had people come up to you and say, maybe they haven't gone to heaven like you did, but they, they it changed the way they prayed. It changed the way they saw things because third heaven authority is all about perspective and changing how we see things. So uh, talk to the people that are listening now who maybe have not had a vision of heaven or a third heaven um, encounter yet, but teach them how they can um, pray with third heaven authority. Oh, absolutely. I think that's very important for people to realize God doesn't leave anybody out and nobody is, is one up and someone else one down in the kingdom. We all have the same um, package deal in salvation, you know, where we can walk in spiritual authority. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 28, that all authority has been given unto me, 
both in heaven and on earth. Therefore you go. He was commissioning his disciples. In other words, I've won the authority. Uh, it's in me because of my death and resurrection and my power over the enemy. I paralyze the destructive force of the enemy for anyone who will receive me as their Lord and Savior. And so there's that realm of what we call spiritual authority. You know, even in uh, Luke 10, uh, when Jesus, uh, the, the disciples, the 70 came back saying, even the demons are subject unto us in your name. And he said that, behold, I give unto you all authority over the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So we have authority over the power of the enemy. When Jesus walked on the face of the earth in his ministry, he cast out demons, he healed people, he raised the dead, he performed all these miraculous things. And some would say, well, he only did it because he was Jesus. No, he did it because he was demonstrating what he was giving to us after he, his death and resurrection ascending to the right hand of the Father on high. Uh, and so we have this authority now. It's not based upon how many experiences that you have. If you're a believer, then the Holy Spirit is on the inside of you. And you can, according to Scripture, the imperative here is that you must believe the Scripture. You must act upon the scripture, do the scripture, do the word. And as you do, then in faith and authority, things are going to happen. But that's the starting point. You start there and then let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you and give you experiences, good success stories. Sometimes we humorously call them Holy Ghost stories. You know, we sit around and share with other people what we saw God do through us. Uh, you can do that. And then I started to say, you don't have to have an experience like mine or go to heaven. And that's true. But I want to change the wording on that. If you start there, you probably will then have experiences where supernatural things happen and you see visions and dreams or or you go to heaven or any of that kind of stuff but you got to start where you're at oh that's so good and you put together a four-part audio teaching series for us that where you teach on this third heaven authority um how is that going to help people what it'll do is it will inspire them to dare to rise up and do more than they've ever done before in their life, to realize the true power that Jesus has given to them. And, and I will uh, not only be teaching on in more in depth and all these things that we're discussing right now, Jackie, uh, but I will try to give them ways of starting and, and how to progressively build that spirit-filled and spirit-authoritative life. Uh, it's it's so important, not only for their own individual lives, but for their ministry. What has Jesus given to them? What are their gifts, their gift mix, their assignments? But also, what about their family? What about the loved ones that they want to see victory in the lives of their loved ones that are around them? How can they pray? How can they achieve this to a greater degree? And let me put it this way. 
one thing is that, you know, up to this point, I had been in the ministry for over 30 years. I had really studied faith, authority, all of these spiritual dynamics, had operated in them well. I mean, you know, my wife and I have been preaching for all those years, and we had seen thousands of people born again, thousands of people baptized in the Holy Spirit, thousands of people healed supernaturally, miracles. And here, with what I thought I was doing pretty good, Jesus is telling me while I'm there, teach people third heaven authority because I want you and I want them to be more effective than they ever have been before. So it took the power knob in my life and cranked it up. It may have been on, let's just say for illustration seven, and I cranked it up to nine or 10, but it cranked it up and it made a big difference in my life. And so I want the people to learn how to do that. That's so good. And what are the results you're seeing since then when you pray for people? Are you seeing um, a lot more miracles in your ministry now? Yes, I am. And not only numerically, but it's interesting. There's two parts to this I want to explain. Number one is that my approach is so different because See, one of the things that Jesus told me about third heaven authority is that it is from heaven down, not from earth up. So um, from earth up sometimes, and that's where we start. There's no condemnation there, but sometimes what happens is we're dealing so much with what the felt needs that we have in our life or what we've experienced before. Sometimes there's woundedness or there's failures, there's other things that limit us. And we're trying to reach up and somehow get God to do things. And we kind of feel like we're under the circumstances. Uh, and the perspective that Jesus was saying is that from heaven down, you're above the circumstances. And so the first thing that I was mentioning about effectiveness is that I began to view everything completely different. I was viewing it from heaven's viewpoint. I was viewing it from above and remembering those experiences that I had free from all of that guilt and condemnation. The second thing uh, is that it was so, it, it was a lot easier. Before, I would build my faith. I knew my authority, and I would use it, but now all of a sudden, it's like it's a natural thing. Of course, I'm going to pray for your healing and you're going to be healed. Of course, I'm going to cast out that demon and that demon's going to leave. Of course. And it became more natural. And I think that the manifestation of the miracles and things have just grown tremendously over the last 11 years. That's so amazing. And uh, over the past several months, You've been noticing some changes in your meetings where it used to be a white glory cloud and now it is a rainbow glory cloud. Talk a little bit about that and what the Lord showed you that means. Well, the I think it's a highly significant of the time that we're in. In fact, one of the things that the Lord spoke to me 
is that when he gave me the assignment for Third Heaven Authority, it was to begin to train people, to bring more credibility to the prophetic movement, to uh, bring a maturity in the sense that people would know how and not be deceived. Because when, you, when you're having spiritual experiences, of course, you know, the Holy Spirit is going to protect you and so forth if you lend yourself to him. Uh, but there is a possibility of deception if you begin to interpret things according to the experiences or whatever that, um, you know, that vision, the dream is, rather than using the word of God to interpret um, the vision and dream, etc. And so he, he really wants people to be mature, stabilized, founded, so that they can go into this era. There are so many things that are coming on the face of the earth, Jackie, right now in front of us. I can't get into all of them. I don't even know all of them, but I do see some things uh, in the spiritual realm. And God has, has released and spoken to me about some of those things I can't even say right now. But we are right now on the verge of an entirely new Christian era, hmm. whereby we have been trained now to be released into what's coming. And so what the Lord has been doing with me recently is he's been giving me visions of what I call the rainbow glory. That rainbow glory in my visions and in my experiences and seeing into the spiritual realm started, first of all, with that first encounter that I shared with you, third heaven encounter going to heaven, Remember when I mentioned the rainbow colors above mm, the throne? Right. They were not in the shape of a rainbow. They were rainbow colors, but they were just swirling, moving back and forth, mixing together. And I have had several visions since then where the rainbow colors showed up. Now, because I teach on third heaven authority, that's an assignment. Uh, because I'm a warrior, when I have these, the Lord has made it very clear to me that we're at a time where there is a greater sense of authority in his glory. You know, it represents the, the rainbow colors and the glory of God represent his throne. It represents the covenant that we have with God and Jesus's relationship with his church. It represents the seat of the throne of authority. And so that's what I see in the glory that's happening now. And I'll, I'll mention this quickly, you know, for all of the years of my ministry, I have often seen what we call the glory of God. Sometimes we use the Hebrew word, you know, the Shekinah of God. And, and I've always seen it as either a white, off-white, grayish cloud. You know, it's described in the Old Testament right. uh, as a cloud form sometimes that would even come into uh, the tabernacle or the temple when the priests were there, that kind of thing. And I've seen it so much in meetings. It would just roll into a meeting. and People would be healed, a lot of anointing, a lot of good things happening. But there's a significance now for this new era and for what I believe that we are in the cusp of the greatest revival and spiritual awakening that has ever hit planet Earth. Mm. 
And now I'm seeing the rainbow glory. And that rainbow glory is going to launch us and carry us through this time where millions are going to be saved on earth. Wow, that's amazing. And we're uh, running out of time now, but um, can you just uh, just pray for uh, the people that are listening, anything the Lord's showing you to pray before we close? Yes, indeed. Oh, I do pray. If you were listening to this podcast right now, I want you to just, for a moment, just stop and reflect on the Lord. Get out of your head, so to speak, and into your heart. What do you feel? Do you feel the Holy Spirit on the inside tugging? Do you feel him pulling you into a greater walk with him? It's not that he loves you more. He, he loves you now as much as he ever will. But for you, do you feel that there's more you can do, more you can accomplish? Is there a heart hunger for Jesus and for the things of the Spirit of God? It's born into you. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, that as you tug on every person's heart, that at this moment, that there would be an anointing that is released. In fact, in Jesus' name, the anointing of God for navigating the spiritual realm, for hearing the voice of God, for having visions and dreams the gifts of the Spirit operating in their lives, the supernatural miraculous flowing through them. Teach them how, as that anointing is released into their lives now. Lead them into who you created them to be and what you have called them to do by your grace on their lives, Lord Jesus. I pray that in your precious name. And as that hits you, He's also going to use that to rise up and to manifest physical healing, relational healing, mental healing, financial healing in your life. Happiness and joy and fulfillment will also be there. I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And you've been listening to Messianic Vision with our guest, Mike Thompson. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get the special resource. Mike Thompson wants to teach you how to live above your circumstances. Are you ready for that upgrade? Of course you are. This resource, it'll change your perspective and your prayer life. His brand new and exclusive four-part audio teaching series in third heaven authority, operating from God's vantage point and authority to destroy the enemy. That alone is worth it. You're going to learn how to pray from heaven looking down on your circumstances. What an amazing perspective change. It'll be automatic when you listen to this anointed teaching. You will learn how to pray from heaven looking down on your circumstances instead of from earth looking up. You'll also learn how to live without negative emotions like anxiety, fear, worry, depression, and condemnation. Now, to get Mike Thompson's brand new and exclusive four-part audio teaching series, Third Heaven Authority, 
operating from God's vantage point and authority to destroy the enemy, an investment of only 29 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. Once again, that's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org, S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 3788. Once again, that's offer number 3788.